Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another Spartan edition of Plank of the Week. And it's a very special Plank of the Week this week because we've got somebody here who has never been here before. We've tried many times to get him, uh, but he's finally succumbed to the pressure. Um, and he is, of course, the one and only Calvin Robinson. Calvin, Thank welcome. Thank you very much. What an introduction. Did you have to week. tell him that I was going to be on? Exactly. That's, I mean, that was well, my condition. Really, come on, if you're Some right. people <laughs> seek prior approval of who they do it with. Really? They do. Interesting. But not I have everybody done that does. on a couple of occasions. Not everybody does. I wasn't going to suggest it was you that does that. But, I mean, you know, some people get on better with other people. You know, we yeah. like to try and have a kind of synergy of uh, personalities. Because you're here for the first time, I'd like to offer you the first uh, plank nomination, please. And you know how it all works. You get three each. We pick, we pick one to carry over from last week, and then we whittle it all down, and then somebody wins right at the end. My first plank has to be Emma Kennedy. Yes. Now, I don't know what she does or what she's famous for, other than being on Celebrity MasterChef. Yeah. Isn't she one of these sort of these... slightly annoying people that train as a lawyer but doesn't seem to practice well, I don't know, law? Because it's these people that go on these celebrity reality TV shows yeah. without being known for anything beforehand. Right. But anyway... I didn't know she was even on that, so... She, she rose to prominence over Brexit from yeah. the famous Ramona. Yes. She's still not gotten over it. She's mm. got this, this syndrome with Brexit, bless mm. her. Um, she loves talk radio, though. She blocked almost she? everyone who works well, at talk radio this is it. after she had a row with somebody. Yeah, she had people. a row with one of the presenters, I can't remember who, and uh, she just blocked everybody. Well, she's got derangement syndrome over yeah. Brexit. And I happened to tweet something about the vaccine. Mm. I wasn't too critical. I was just asking questions, and she did not like it because Brexit syndrome has turned into COVID syndrome. Yeah, why is the that? The fanatics, the ones with the blue hearts, yeah. FBPE in their names, they're nuts over it. Uh, you can't question it because it, the science cannot be questioned. And also, isn't it amazing how all of these people are so certain about every single it's scientific so fact that they spout? But this is without even. Do you think it's the good person thing? I think you so. You know, you're a good the person if you didn't vote yeah. Brexit, and you're a good person if you. Well, you see it now, don't you, on public transport? I mean, I had to yeah. come on a public transport today because uh, I left my car here yesterday, uh, which was a mistake actually. But that's another story. Um, and you can see the kind of people that are wearing masks on the bus and the kind of people that are wearing masks on the tube. And it's got nothing to do with their age. It's got nothing to do with, you know, where they're going or yeah. who they live with. Or it's their everything, risk factor. It's everything to do with what they want you to think. But when did this start? When did it become so divided that everything is us versus them? 2016. You think it's Brexit? I think so. Yeah. I really do. I think it's really damaged our sort of national yeah, psyche in some strange way. Uh-oh, I destroyed our country with my votes. You did. You should have <laughs> been more careful. But anyway. <laughs> the trouble is that we've now developed into this kind of place where nobody can disagree with that with you each can't. other without falling out, no. which is bonkers to me. So I had a scientist on, this sh- on a show at Talk Radio. Yeah. I asked him some questions about the vaccine. Uh, the fanatics went nuts about it, said, I'm, I'm a vaccine denier, I'm anti-vaxxer, I'm promoting 
dodgy stuff that's going to kill people. Yeah. And other normal folks said, thank you for asking questions. We yeah. wanted to know the answers to Yeah, them. I mean, we used to be called journalism. Ask a question right. because you want to know the answer. Exactly. As opposed to ask a question that you don't want to know the answer to, or indeed the new political game of ask a politician a question and they answer a question you didn't ask them. Entirely. I yeah. must say, you were very ballsy with that interview. I enjoyed it. Thank if, you. Uh, Thank if the you. viewers haven't seen it yet. So did Emma Kennedy then see it well, and not like it? She or? saw it, she didn't like it. She ah. called me some names right. for daring to be a journalist. Oh, yeah. She said supposed journalist and this and that and the other. Uh, so I blocked her. I it's good to know she's still watching like talk radio, though. Well, it is, isn't it? Can't help it. Can't tear herself away. But people they never debate your points they're always debating yeah. your person so she called me names and she said calvin robertson won't dare put that clip up i'm thinking what the clip that i already put on my twitter that has over yeah. half a million views yeah. and has been shared uh, left right and center that clip I, right. don't, I don't dare put that don't clip dare up. put something up which has already been broadcast like, around the world but then so i blocked her because i haven't got no time for this nonsense and she said oh so supposed free speech champion blocking me oh yeah well, like, this is the same woman who's blocked everybody think, from talk radio i do think it's that sort of purpose thing right mm. they've lost their sense of purpose now brexit has it been is. done i yeah, mean apart from purpose. anna subri and lord adonis and things most people have shut they up still want to rejoin but, it though don't they yeah they still want to rejoin it? it and then she you know the continuation of the covid fanaticism also same thing same type of yeah, person same type of person they're deranged by it but anyway this idea that blocking people takes away their free speech. Like, mm. you still have your platform. Yeah. You can spout your bile all day you long. Just don't I just don't it. want to listen to exactly. it. Exactly. But people misunderstand free speech all the time, don't they? They think that the you blocking do. them stops their free speech. Yeah. Duh. Like, I block that's right and I block all day, every day. I yeah. love blocking people. I mean, I tend to only block people who are particularly abusive. Yeah, rude, hostile, or abusive. If particular, or, if or if they're particularly sort of, you know, relentlessly boring. Yeah. Because you know how some of them send you just acres um. and acres and acres, and you just go, mate. I'll just maybe mute you so you don't get too but upset. Not only that, they take up your feed, and it's hard when you've got a lot of followers to see all of the mentions, mm. and I like to engage with people that are nice. Exactly. So I want to get rid of the hostile ones. Yes. I must say, I did get in a bit of trouble with the animal lovers the other day. Oh, did you? What happened? When I appeared on Krista's show over this pen farthing stuff. Oh, yes. Um, yes, people were very people upset. People were very that worked I would, up about that. I would that. save a... Uh, a, a human baby over a puppy. It was, Imagine uh, that. It upset life. a lot of people. I think it's one of those moments where maybe I wasn't in touch with public opinion. Well, I mean, I think, again, people who are very, very fond of animals to the point where they would rather rescue animals before humans don't quite get it, really, do they? I mean, like Kevin O'Sullivan. Well, Kevin, <laughs> uh, who's a colleague of mine, a good mate of mine, you know, we don't agree on everything, and that's as it should be. Um, but I think the, out, the ridiculousness of the debate just wasn't really worthy to have. I didn't really yeah. get into it because, yeah. to, be, to be honest, I think Penn Farthing's a pretty uh, cool guy. I think what he did was brilliant. The fact that he couldn't get more people out yeah. was down to the fact that the, the government's kind of paperwork kings couldn't sort it out. And so if he ends up bringing animals instead of people, that's not really his fault. For fear of getting dragged into it, he could have he he could have taken the staff home. He the reason why no, he couldn't he get them on the plane. No, before. I think it's hard to give the guy a hard time for what he did. I really do. I mean, uh, I mean, he's going to do it anyway. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. Who knows exactly what happened? Well, I don't know. Are you going to nominate for a plank and see how that goes? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to. I would. Say, you know, I said I was going to steer clear of that, and then here we go. Well, you're the one that started. <laughs> I know. I know. I, mean, I don't know what. You're your own worst know. enemy. All right, well, give us your first nominee then. Okay, so my first is zero tolerance. Oh yeah. Uh, which uh, people may not have heard of. It's a Scottish charity slash campaign group stuffed full of activists that is mostly taxpayer-funded by right. the Scottish government. Of course it is. And um, their stated aim is to end uh, violence against women right. perpetrated by men. Because they don't have so, any tolerance. <laughs> 
so they don't have tolerance for domestic violence. For violence Sounds good, right? I wonder if they have tolerance for anything else. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, are they zero tolerance on everything? Okay, so they don't have tolerance of books. Yes. Children's books specifically. So this is the charity <laughs> that spent God knows how many months, God knows how much taxpayers' money, asking nurseries and early years settings to conduct... Um, well, an audit of their books to see if they were essentially woken off on gender or to see if they perpetrated stereotypes or to see if perhaps there weren't enough female or ethnic minority or disabled uh, characters in these books. Unsurprisingly, literally none of the bookshelves were good enough. None of them passed the test. How many women is enough women? How many ethnic minorities is enough? Uh, well, so the big one, the, the, the book that got the, the most, most heinous. traction, the most, heinous, <laughs> <laughs> the most heinous of books, was Judith Kerr's um, The Tiger Who Came to Tea, which, I love was, that book, which made personally. the headlines yeah. because the co-founder of this, or the founder, director, whatever, of this organisation, did a BBC Radio Scotland interview where she said that it was, I think she said, now I can't quote her word for word, but the reason why this book wasn't suitable for young children and should be looked at more closely examined, but not necessarily banned. Not necessarily. So she does have a little bit of tolerance, okay, despite well, the name right. of her campaign. Yeah. Um, she uh, said that because it had a happy ending where the father saved the day, mm. That was um, essentially sexist yeah, toxic and masculinity. Uh, toxic masculinity. Would you have preferred it if the, the father had come home, opened the door, and the tiger had eaten him? Would that have been better? <laughs> well, I think there think? was also a problem or with if the he fact didn't that. Come home, that'd be more or he just didn't have a father. I, th- yeah. I don't know who your father well, is. Well, this is the thing. I was thinking, <laughs> surely, I was thinking, who in their right mind would think it's not a good idea yeah. for a father to save the day, considering father absence in this yeah. country? I mean, Yes. You know, maybe well, it's a good also, thing to have a Also, who read a children's nice book and make characters. out the, the bit at the end, which was quite a nice ending to a children's story, was in some way gender, you know, sort of um, ghastly and, and encouraging men to beat up women. I mean, it's madness, isn't it? Well, yes. And, yeah, it's um, completely so, bonkers. But the thing is, if you see this through, she says, we don't need to ban it. Um, but you know what's coming next? The nurseries who've got involved in this, and they've they signed up to do this programme. Mm. So all the teachers are on board with this. We know that already. Oh, so I mean, take it away you from bang the on nursery. about the fact that you know critical race theory and all these different um, critical theories are in schools. This is just another example of it. And no, all the, t- all the teachers are... Sorry. No, you go on. Sorry. No, I love it. Oh, Welcome that was to a Plank bad, of the Week. That was a this bad is, is a choice kind of, of words. This is the kind of treatment you should expect from Plank of the Week. You know, this is the way it goes. Can we get Emma instead? No, he's away. I told you. Sorry. I mean, you... <laughs> You importantly raise the issue and yeah. debunk some of the myths around Endlessly. it and make sure that schools <laughs> just the right amount. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Well, I think you've done that very well. Um, They're my flank. Yeah. And I'm I sorry. mean, the, the fact is, right, that these people, and the most important part of what you said, I think, is that they're uh, actually subsidised by the taxpayer in Scotland. Yes. Scotland is riddled yeah. with this kind of madness, right? You know, because they've now gone into, and it's going to get worse because they've now gone into partnership with the Greens, haven't they? Nicola Sturgeon, the woman who wants to stop COVID, has only just got out of self isolation because apparently she ended up being near somebody who had COVID which for her is almost like the worst crime she could have possibly committed because she's meant to be not going anywhere where there is COVID isn't she? It's all about virtue signalling it's not about actually actions words not actions. It really is incredible it really is incredible well I've got a copy I'm pretty sure I'm still of the Tiger County I also uh, seem to remember that they made a West End um, production out of it a few years ago so I think we should resurrect that. Well it's probably going to be in the Bestsellers now, right? Well, as I said to somebody, it's bad news for the Gruffalo, this, isn't it? Because um, <laughs> I think the Gruffalo's male, I'm pretty sure. Well, they've got an all-male cast. And I think most of the creatures in the forest are of certainly indeterminate gender, but certainly mm. not female, I don't think. Well, then, that's next on the uh, And he's quite, a, he's quite a big sort of brute 
That was probably one of the books they audited. Probably. Diversity inclusion people, honestly. They see the world through a different lens to us, don't they? Uh, can you really, I mean, can you take any of these people seriously? No, of course you can't. It's, so mad, it's just an industry. Yeah. It's like, right, we've solved, uh, we've solved uh, I don't know, actual violence yeah. against women. Let's, uh, let's look at the That's books. The problem. We're too privileged. <laughs> Our lives are too good that they're yeah. finding problems that don't exist. Well, this is the thing, and I'm going to say Extinction Rebellion are my first uh, nominees because they, they've been demonstrating in and around London for the last week and a bit. Yep. Uh, they prevented me from getting home last night. Um, not enough for them to have turned up outside our building um, and tried to stop me from getting to lunch. Uh, they then tried to stop me from getting home from lunch, uh, which was quite a lot later. Uh, so <laughs> well, this was your lunch with your secret journalist. Uh, the secret oh. journalist, yes, with the necklace. <laughs> Not that secret, really. Um, but they, we, we were fully represented uh, with all genders, I can tell you. Um, but, yeah, so I thought I made the mistake, classic error. You only need to make one error. Um, and I was in this cab going home, and I said to the guy, it's a bit like that scene from when Harry met Sally, I think it is, you know, when she's in the cab and every time she gets in the cab she tells him which way to go. Yeah, you know, don't that. go down Ninth Avenue because it's always busy at this time. It was like that. I felt right. a bit like, you know, uh, Sally in the particular <laughs> And I said, don't go over um, Waterloo Bridge because if you do, and that then is too far west because I live sort of down towards Canary Wharf. And I said, I'd rather be, you know, crossing the river a bit later on. So I said, why don't you go... So London, we had this conversation, and he was a really nice guy, and he said, I said, well, why don't you just go over Towbridge? That'll be fine. And then we get to Towbridge, and they literally just shut it. And once you're there, you then can't go anywhere else. That's your fault for backseat driving. Well, it is. And so we were then stuck on commercial roads, everything east of there, to basically the Blackwall Tunnel. I know this is a bit specific if you're not from London. But it was just gridlock. Yeah. This was yesterday? Yesterday evening. My dad was stuck on Total Blackwall gridlock. Tunnel or whatever it's yeah. called for about two hours. Yeah. You, I mean, the road was not moving. And the amount of, of, of pollutant that must have been pumping out into the atmosphere because these bozos from Extinction Rebellion were having a tea party, yeah. right? Um, with some ridiculous named tea. Did you, did you see that Greta Thunberg has said that Scotland yeah. isn't a... Uh... I mean, who does she think she is? <laughs> She's already told, uh, told the world that Britain is a liar when it comes to carbon capture, and the fact is that we're not any longer doing anything other than clever carbon accounting. Uh -huh. So when Boris Johnson says, oh, by the way, we've reduced our emissions by 40%, she says, no, you're a liar. Which I think is a bit rude, really. She's still winding her neck in, you know. She really does. She's now having to go at Scotland, who are actually holding a climate conference. And What's this she is why. Scotland? Well, she says Scotland is not a good country for climate. Um, she said they're not a world leader. So Nicola Sturgeon's going to be very upset with that after getting into bed with the Greens. Well, Nicola Sturgeon is getting into isn't, isn't she already upset because she hasn't been invited to the sort of top table? Because basically, COP26 is a British conference run by Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister. Right, yeah. She's simply the mayor of Edinburgh, as far as they're concerned. Indeed, devolution is so, a mistake. Yeah, you can I sit, agree. You can sit in Butte House and, uh, and you know, be angry about mm. it and you know, drink whiskey. But basically, yeah. So Extinction Rebellion have oh. taken it upon themselves to completely utterly disrupt people's lives. And I was thinking this last night. I said to this guy because at one point I thought I'm going to have to get out and kill someone here because I was so angry. I believe because, it. you know. <laughs> I'd been out quite a lot. I just wanted to get home. Yeah. Um, I said, there'll be people here sitting in cars who need to get home to see their kids because they're young and they go to bed at 7 o'clock. They yeah. won't be able to see their kids before they go to bed. People trying to deliver food. Yep. People trying to deliver all sorts of things. People in taxis. People trying to make a living. And it was gridlock for at least two hours. We I had, had to, to wait take... through them this morning to get in here as well. Yeah. They're all out there on the bridge. What, is it? what the hell is it for? They've changed their act no, slightly. They now say, rather than saying, we must get rid of all carbon, they now say, oh, you know, we just have to do whatever we can do. And I've noticed that there's a slight change. I don't know why, yeah. but they basically started saying, oh, well, if only you could, um, you know, cycle to work one day a week, or if only you could give up eating red meat. Well, it's or... because they know they're putting people off. Yeah. I think they should be prescribed as a terrorist organisation. Yeah. They prevent ambulances, doctors... I'd be happy with... I think that's a bit extreme. ...from getting through to... Oh, well. Go on. 
Well, I worry about the government's clampdown on protest. Uh, we have that, to have a fine that, balance. That I get. But when they are yeah, but a protest is a moving... I would say a protest should be considered to be a moving, say, a march, right? Yes. If you're marching down a street and you have to close that street off, with the authority of the police, that's fine. But then the street opens up again when you've walked past it. What you can't do is say, yeah. we want to lock this street down for a week. Yeah. Because that's the mistake the police made it's the last time around. And it's unreasonable. And, you know, in this day and age, you can't stop people from going about their business. People will be losing their jobs because they can't get from point A to point B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although I am pleased to see that the police seem to actually be trying this time. Well, they least. are. But I believe that's entirely down to me. <laughs> because um, it was only last week that I said, you know, the last time they had their two uh, protests, the Extinction Rebellion Law, apparently cost us uh, 56 million quid, oh. the police, right? So which I said, well, hang on, they didn't do anything. Why are we paying them 56 million to stand around and dance with these members of Extinction Rebellion and skateboard with them? Mm -hmm. Surely that's what cost I said. Anything. That much taxpayers' money there. Uh, they're a terrorist million. organization. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, if we're going to spend that kind of money, then let's see some action. Yeah. You know, let's just see them cracking yeah. some heads. Well, they that's what I'd like they to see. They just stood there watching them, gawping at them. Yeah. But they bring these big contraptions and just plunk them there. And <laughs> Here's a pink table so that we can all sit around the table. <laughs> Well, why don't you just get lost? They have this, like, jungle gym type thing. Yeah, or sell it up just in a field somewhere. Oh, have a shower and get a job, honestly. Yeah, Honestly. It really is. Well, I'm pleased <laughs> to see that you're in entire agreement with me. So those are the first three. Calvin, who's your second? My next one is TUC, the yes. Trades Union Congress. You know my thoughts on trade unions. I think Maggie Thatcher should have finished the job she started and abolished them because they're nothing but trouble. But these guys want us to have more <laughs> public holidays, which sounds amazing. We've already got loads. Who doesn't we? want more bank holidays? Well, I don't. We've who's got ten, pay right? For it? Hey? We've got 10? I think we've got 10. They want to have 12. The cost to our entire economic system would be too much to bear after we're recovering from what is essentially the worst economic crisis in a long time, thanks to the government's decisions around COVID. Yeah, also it's just a middle-class thing, isn't it, really? If well, you, it used you don't to be really get bank holidays... Well, no, the point about bank holidays used to be that it was actually a working-class thing. It's like in Scotland when I was living there, they used to have a thing called Glasgow Fair, because it was when all the shipyards were still working and they used to basically close the shipyards for a week and everyone in Glasgow mm. would go for a holiday down to Rothsey mm. um, and have a bit of, uh, you know, sun and sand and take your bucket and spade and everybody would be off for the same week. Oh. It's quite sensible. Yeah. But of course, some of them still want to keep it in Glasgow City Council even though the shipyards aren't really there anymore. And you go, well, they don't really need a week off from a very manual, hard day's work. Mm. They actually could continue working Yeah, it was a socialist idea, but now, you know, with everyone expecting everything delivered and, right. and washed and well, it's like whatever, all these people who say, anyway. it's not yeah, it's really. not like all these people that say, oh, but, but I'm quite happy to work from home. It's like, well, how did you get your Ricardo delivery? You know, <laughs> oh, how did quite. you get the post through the door? Indeed. You know, how did you buy that latest uh, bit of makeup or whatever it is? You I know, hate so, that one, though. If, if everyone worked from home, what would happen to the high street? What would yeah. happen to the cities? If well, we can see what's happening. Anymore, we can dying. see. They are. Somebody sent me a picture the other day of, I think it was Rickmansworth, which is up in sort of north, north London uh, on the Metropolitan Line. And the, the whole high street is a ghost town. Mm. There's literally no shops open because partly you can't park there either because the mad parking zealots have made it impossible to park anywhere near a shop. <laughs> yep. And it's literally, there's, everything's just shuttered up. And Not the community's mention, gone. If we're all working from home, we can work from anywhere. And this is how our jobs mm. get exported to offshore companies. And Latvia. Cheap labour. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not to pick Latvia yeah. out of the air, but yeah. actually yeah. people in Latvia are being hired now by British companies to do yeah. work from home. People because they'll do it for half the, the money. They don't realise they're doing themselves out of a job. Mm. That's the worst thing about it. Mm. And the same goes for the four, the, the four extra holidays that they want. Because apparently they say, oh, other countries in Europe have got better 
bank holidays, but I don't think you really need them. I mean, they have people, less annual leave allowance. Yeah. We have a really generous, in general, Most people holiday allowance. have a decent holiday allowance. Very few people now have less than a month, do they? In America, you basically have no holiday allowance. In, in, when from... I lived in America, people started work, and for the first two years, they were only allowed one week a year. One wow. week. Imagine that. They'd be absolutely so revolution. Leave, leave your job, have a holiday, and then get a new job? Well, you could, or if you stay there for two years, uh, then you get two weeks. But a lot of people in America used to... But the, the thing they have there is a very much of a kind of a weekend culture, though. Right. So um, I don't know what it's like now. I haven't lived there for a long time. But, but you know, a lot of people sort of will take off early Friday, mm. yeah. come back a bit later on a Monday, that kind of thing. But, um, but I mean, for me, the whole idea of national um, bank holidays is fine if you're working a tough old job and you want to have a long weekend. But why, we don't need May bank holiday. We don't need August no. bank holiday. What do we need them for? No, we don't. There's no point. And I mean, all that happens is that everyone who works in the public sector just doesn't go in. And they usually take Friday off. I mean, the trains, for example, this weekend, loads of trains completely on the missing list because of the bank holiday weekend. So loads of drivers not available, sick, mm. pinged, mm. you know. I talked to Simon Calder today on the show. He was on a train from Penzance to Paddington, which had been reduced oh, wow. from 10 carriages to five because apparently they didn't have enough staff. And you're going, well, how does that affect the length of the train? And there was demand There's for this guy, train to be running He for. said, I said, what? he said, I'm sitting in first class. He said, um, I said, well, what if somebody comes and tries to charge you extra money? He said, they literally won't be able to get through the carriage. It's that busy. <laughs> there are so, they'd have to cr clamber over people to get to me. He shouldn't really have admitted that. Why? Well, stealing a first class seat. Well, it's the only place you can get stealing. a seat. Oh, yeah. much. Hardly stealing. <laughs> I mean, I'm in favour of having no uh, first-class seats on trains. Oh, no, it's important. I don't think it is. Why not? Because, uh, well, why should Angela Rayner just be able to sit in there? Just because <laughs> you know, of Angela just Rayner. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want her in there. I don't, well, why should you pay a ludicrous amount of money to sit in a, a carriage which other people can uh, either upgrade their ticket to or... Mm. Uh, and also, you don't get the extra. Such anymore. a socialist, you, well, you is. do. No, you get a nice meal. You get a reclining chair. You get a much more comfortable. Journey. I've never had a nice meal for a long time. Well, that's on train. It's gone downhill. I'll give yeah, you that. You do, I mean, I used to it's take the train from um, Pusey in right. the, the southwest of this country up to London uh, when I used to work for newspapers, and yeah. you could get in the, the, the dining car for breakfast, and it was yeah. fantastic. Right? Oh, dining car. You sit there, white tablecloth, toast, yeah. tea, bacon, eggs, brilliant, and you could do it with a second-class ticket, even though technically it was first class, but you could do it because as long as you were eating, they couldn't kick you out. So you just keep ordering more toast, you know. <laughs> and it was Always pretty. Packing I guess you need the extra space to be fair to you, I do need the extra but there's space. nothing. Absolutely. But there's nothing like that now. The there is, is no first class isn't very first class. It's really anymore. not. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. And, and, and it used but to be as well. The economy is even worse. Well, the whole train system in this just... country is knackered. It yeah. needs a serious overhaul. I mean, I'm actually of the, of the becoming of the opinion again, and we might as well start nationalising stuff again. I think we need to make the roads better first. Well, the roads are knackered as well. Everything is. There is nothing yeah. really in this country that works. People keep saying, all you do is moan. Well, you tell me one government department that's any good. I mean, Border Force yesterday, oh, it's a bank holiday, so we better not have anybody on. Even though loads of people are coming back from holiday, let's make them queue for five hours at Heathrow. Really? We need a government with imagination. All this government does is ban and tax. <laughs> that's true. Ban, tax, and that's it. That well, it just encourage people to do things which are going to help as opposed to do things which are not going to help. You know, mm. weekend travel on a bank holiday weekend, less trains, really? Yeah, Why? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and they use the old argument, well, people don't go to work on trains so much anymore. Well, no, they don't go to work, they go on holiday on trains. And they're so bloody expensive. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly right. 
I mean, it's cheaper to fly to, you know, New York than it is to get a train from <laughs> London to Bath. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> train like London to Manchester, wherever. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, so very good. The TUC, I like that. I think we put them in. Um, apparently, workers in England and Wales get just eight bank holidays a year, according to what I'm looking at here. Um, and in Scotland, they get 11. So obviously, oh. they love it in Scotland. Mm. Well, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. They would. Romania, Lithuania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Finland and Cyprus, 15 days each. 15 days each, but I, again, I imagine they have less annual leave. Yes. Yeah. In general. Although, I have to remember, some people don't have any annual leave. New Zealand, 11. We'll talk about New Zealand in a minute. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Who's your second nominee? Um, it's going to be the NHS. Excellent. Or whoever decides uh, who gets hired by the NHS or whoever decides their another, schemes another and campaigns. Another public sector business that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> another one that doesn't work. Now, it's not just... It's not, I'm not going to um, bang on about NHS reform Thank God for uh, that. this time. This is more about um, their diversity and inclusion yes. campaigns. Mm. It was revealed on Twitter, as it is every now and again, just how much money we're spending on... A very on a variety of diversity, mm-hmm. inclusion, and equality stuff. Oh yes, and so sixty-five, seventy thousand a pop as well. Yeah, quite, so up quite quite to seventy-five thousand pounds a year, I think. So compare that to the average nurse, which is about thirty-two thousand, thirty-three thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that it's a bit, it's a, it's a lucrative uh, job to be in yeah. if you can get one. It is. Now, and what <laughs> the thing they do? Is, there are so many variations of these people. There's, you know, the, the head of diversity, inclusion, yeah. and quality, the officer of diversity, inclusion. The, the you know the manager the assistant to the every, director at every different yeah. wage band right um, and this industry is just it's just everywhere mm. and I just don't think that the taxpayer should be funding this kind of thing any longer particularly right. as the NHS of course is always asking for more money yeah um, so I would like to see a lot of that money redirected to well frontline staff might be nice how about some more GPs yeah. Because apparently there's a shortage. <laughs> well, quite. Because so many of them are going part-time, so they can make more money. Yeah. They're not actually going part-time. They're going part-time for the NHS, so they can make more yeah. money. Don't get me started on GPs. They're not going back to the clinics. They're working remotely, wanting you yeah. to diagnose yourself over Zoom. Right. It's outrageous. My favourite sign was from, I think, the week before last that somebody sent me in, which actually was outside a GP surgery somewhere. It said... Uh, if you are feeling unwell, please cancel your appointment and do not enter. <laughs> oh, my God. And you go, but it's a yeah. doctor. What it's a doctor's for? surgery. You yes. don't go to the doctor when you're fine. No. So at a time when GPs aren't even <laughs> seeing their patients face-to-face, the NHS is looking to hire 
these diversity inclusion right. officers at these ridiculous salaries. And you asked a good question. What do they actually yeah, do? I'm not being I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't want my doctors to be diverse. I want them to be really good. Do they make sure the NHS is already diverse? Mm. Um, it has all also, different maybe, ethnicities, well, maybe, backgrounds, languages, whatever. Yeah, maybe they just want to disappoint as many different people from uh. as many different kind of you know backgrounds as possible when they tell them, sorry, we can't see you. <laughs> or you'll have to wait love, three years. I'd love to see you apply yeah. for one of these jobs. You have to wait for three years. Well, I would get one, wouldn't I? Simple. No, definitely not. Where have you last, when did you last work? Talk radio. That's it. Thank you very but, much. But, white male. But I'm yeah, worried. Like, what, what these people, what, what have they studied at university to get this job? Because presumably it's a graduate hmm. role. Oh, it'll be an um, entire industry again, oh. as you were saying earlier, where they've come from the diversity job somewhere else, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, mm -hmm. Bath and West City Council. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh, fancy a job at the NHS, get an extra 10 grand. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Why not, indeed? But also, a lot of these jobs are, like, all around the country where the, the cost of living isn't as high as it is down here in London. No. So these salaries, like, they'll allow you to live a pretty damn good life. Oh, it's a rocket. Um, no, it 75 totally grand up in wherever this job was, mm. uh, you know, it's, it's going it, to... It's ridiculous. Mm. It is. And it's a total waste of public money. Well, yes. But that's all they do. Yeah. I know. I mean, of course there are some good bits in the NHS and, and you know, there will be plenty of people that shaking their heads at us and going, oh, terribly, sh sh you know, sort of slagging off the NHS. That's but it. they are. You can't talk about it. There's so you? much of it, it doesn't work. It's such bad optics. But mm. you see this throughout all the government departments. Mm. I mean, they all have diversity and inclusion officers for absolutely yeah. everything. And you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to get to sort of November and there's going to be the usual clarion call for, you know, it's only 24 hours to save the NHS. Oh, yes. You know, there's no more beds. Lockdowns. You know, lockdowns. We're going to be in a terrible state. Don't overwhelm the NHS mm. hospitals, you know. Save the NHS. It's Nobody's just, done anything it, since last year. To well, fix not it. just last year. They've been saying this for decades yeah. now, haven't they? It's not fit You can purpose. find the same front people, page in the Daily Mirror. Of course you can. Pretty much for about mm. the last 30 years. But it's being put on this pedestal as like the, the cult of this country, the mm. NHS, and we cannot do anything but worship it. Go out there and clap on your doorstep for the NHS. It's ridiculous. I'm worried about flea season. Not just because people are going to get very poorly, anymore. but because the government are going to uh, well, nobody got it last clamp year. down. Pardon? Apparently nobody yeah, got flu. flu. Well, yeah, but that's why they're saying that it's going to be even worse this why? winter. I don't know, a build-up, people go no, face-to-face again. but again, you see, there's no science for that. If there wasn't any last don't year, why would there the be science, some this right? year? Why would there be... No, some, I just need someone to explain it. If there was no flu last year, where yeah. did it go? Yeah. Or maybe it didn't go. Or maybe it got marked down as COVID. Maybe it got marked down as COVID. Now, there's a funny thing. Mm. Do you think that could be possible? I can't quite imagine that. That's conspiracy. Imagine if that was I'll the truth. I'll not engage with this. And then, and then this year they don't <laughs> count it as COVID, but why wouldn't they? Because the people who like to count things as COVID would like to continue. Maybe they'll be fighting over it. Well, Maybe I they'll be like, you know, the flu versus the COVID, COVID statisticians <laughs> fighting in the street. <laughs> no, that's ours. Bring us those. those. Is that your 40, Michael Gove impression? 40,000 deaths, <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I thought about putting Michael Gove in Plank of the Week, but actually I think he did himself a favour. I quite liked it. By doing that. The only thing I would say about him is that he should have been more aware of the fact that he's been the guy telling us all not to go anywhere. Well, quite. And he's been the guy telling us that we should have vaccine passports and nightclubs. He didn't look like he was that bothered. Did he? Mm. He's trying to make himself more likable. I wonder few... why he would want to do that. Well, I mean, he couldn't be any less likable, could he? Just ask his wife. Do you think that was a you know? PR exercise? Absolutely. Surely not. Come on. Well, well, he, he must have known. His clubs on a regular basis. He must have known. <laughs> he must have known Where's that that would be captured. I mean, the idea that he comes from Aberdeen. Really? How well, often did he go there? Also, why did Dominic Cummings destroy everybody in the cabinet except for Michael Gove? Because he's best buddies with him. There's who's, a question. Who's going to replace Boris Johnson? It's not Michael Gove. He's not popular enough. It's too unpopular. Well, I hope they come from the back benches. Mm. I think it should make Tom Sugan have Prime Minister. No, no. <laughs> I think that would be good. Right, I'm going to move it away into a sporting <coughs> arena for the next one, but it's not really sporting. sport. Yeah, I know you're not a big fan of sport, are you? 
are you? I was actually a downhill ski racer. So. Oh, what? so I've told you, it's not really a sport. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Fully clothed, wearing long shoes and with two sticks. Okay, and, I wasn't, and there's some glue vine at the bottom champion. of the hill. And there's a glue vine hut at the bottom of the hill. It's not really the Olympics, is it? I mean, I know they have it in the Olympics, but anyway. No, this is Formula yeah, One. The whole Winter Olympics. Which some people also say isn't really a sport either, because you sit in a car. But do you know what happened at the weekend? They had the Belgian Grand Prix, right? And it was very wet. Very, very wet indeed. So so wet, in fact, that you couldn't really see anything. And so they started the race off, and all the cars kind of went around very slowly like they do. But they put the safety car out, which is what they do when they're not sure that it's safe to go too quickly. Um, and they then went for two laps around the track with the safety car quite slowly, then declared the race to be over and, and handed the prize to the guy who was in the front. And it was like it wasn't Outrageous. a race. Outrageous. And even Lewis Hamilton, who I'm not a great big fan of, was calling the Formula One organisers greedy because he said they should have given all the money back to the punters because normally it's a 50-odd yeah. lap race, right? They saw nothing. It literally went on for, for, for five minutes. and then They, they did declared, three laps. They did three laps and they gave the prize to the guy who was already at the front but nobody had actually overtaken anybody. You're not allowed to overtake if while you If they called it off, Mike, would they have to give refunds to the people? In the well, I think if they'd called it off, they should have given the refunds anyway. But the thing that's wrong as well is that they've awarded the points because you get points for winning and coming second and all that. They've awarded the points to all the people who weren't in a race. That's outrageous. It's completely mm. and utterly ridiculous. And you know when Lewis Hamilton's calling people greedy, you know, you <laughs> well, really have do... Have you seen his latest get-up? No. Oh. Oh, he's been taking selfies of himself with some... Uh, Interesting clothing. I'm starting to quite like Lewis Hamilton because so many people dislike him. You're and that's so kind contrary. of the way I am. I am. The more people hate him, the more I quite like him. Because, you know, after all, he's a brilliant um, athlete, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Because it's pretty hard to do what he does. I don't know. Isn't it just about the car? See, I can show you a picture of the, of, of the race. There he is there. See, so, I mean, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit worse than going on the A303. Why can't they just do it the ne do another day? I think they should have made him race really quickly in the rain. I think it would be much more fun, you know. And yeah, a few people would have died, but, well, you know, whatever. Though. No, but they don't anymore, because it's a very safe sport now. Do they know? never die? Not anymore. Well, they haven't for a long time. Progress. Yeah. So, anyway, that's so Formula One. For the first time in a while, actually, have, have we got a sporting organisation in there. It's good to have But sport. they are ridiculously greedy, and they, are, they make so much money. And also, I mean, one of the things that annoys me about Lewis Hamilton is about his kind of green agenda when he talks yeah. about, you know, we should all do a bit more to save the planet. I mean, this is possibly the most polluting business in the entire world. Not only yeah. do they drive very fast cars uh, very, for a very long time around a, 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 a circuit, they also fly everything everywhere. So they'll go from Belgium to Bahrain to Melbourne, you know, to Tokyo, to Sao Paulo. I mean, all over the world with pantechnicans full of stuff. Yep. And I can't imagine what their carbon footprint is. It's probably worse than the entire nation of Britain, I would imagine. <laughs> Easily. Easily. Ours is so small. Exactly. Anyway, so who's your third? Um, can I put the president in there? President? Joe Biden. You certainly can. Because it's, it's not even a joke, one. I think what he's done has destroyed the West's stance in the world. It's destroyed democracy. It's actually sent us back decades. Mm. Those poor Afghan people that we went in there to support have been left behind, neglected. Yeah. And he's lied outrageously, repeatedly, mm. not taken on board the evidence that the intelligence community gathered and gave, gave to him and said, it all will be fine, Kabul will not fall, and clearly that was not the case. I mean, how could they get it that wrong? So wrong. I mean, he's been on Plank of the Week for the last two weeks, but he still deserves to be on it this week, if for no other reason than checking his watch. Oh, that was disgusting, wasn't when it? When they were taking the dead bodies, the dead so, bodies of the dead Marines. Well, that's the type of Plank behaviour, isn't yeah. it? Where have when, you got to be? I mean, he doesn't, he's the president of the free world, right? He doesn't need to be anywhere. 
The, pl the plane isn't isn't going without him. No. The helicopter isn't leaving without him. You know. But this is your appointment. This is where you're meant to be right now. And falling asleep in that press oh, conference, which on. he definitely did. Yeah. Um, well, he's, he's doddery. There's no doubt that he's doddery. I mean, I am not qualified to say whether he's suffering from the early stages yeah. of dementia, but he's definitely doddery. He is, I mean, he can barely walk from the from the podium to the door, and you just expect him to fall down. You know you? who the real planks are. Yeah. All the people who, people who voted for him. Yeah, who, all the people well, who voted it? for him. Uh, without just because, simply because he wasn't Trump. Trump. Yeah. I mean, come but, on, mm. at least abstain. But I need to ask you both, like, because I, I cannot understand how he's actually armed an entire terrorist organization. He's given them more well, military yeah. gear than most other countries have. This can't be incompetent. Pakistan's going to help them, even if I mean, they can't do it. I always say, can you not imagine being in that meeting where, where somebody yeah. would have said, well, you do realize if we do it this way, <laughs> we will leave so much material and, uh, and military hardware for the Taliban that they'll be more powerful than any other NATO country apart from America, yes. which is effectively what they are. Exactly. They've got more Black Hawk helicopters now than any other NATO country. It's bonkers. It's crazy. Also taking and they're all the walking around dressed as Americans now. What happened to this like, kind of oh, you know, Taliban thing? It doesn't matter because they don't know how to use them. I think they can get Pakistan to yes. teach them. Oh, I think, I think they, they can, can get them. some people yeah. to teach them. Yeah. Yes. I think they'll, they'll find a way. Also, it's a rather kind of colonialist thing to say, isn't it? And it's funny yeah. enough, usually the people saying that are the ones who don't like colonialism, saying, oh, they don't know how to use them. Well, how do you know that? What, you mean because they're yeah. backward people Can't from you the land that you don't understand? I think Probably. colonialism would have been the solution, actually. Instead yeah. of going in there and doing all this nation building, showing them how to use our weapons and then leaving them to it and abandoning them, mm. we should have made Afghanistan a territory of the British Empire. But wasn't there yeah. the humiliating image out today of, of the Taliban in our embassies? Well, they were in the police, police training college. Oh, it was the it's training the college. police training college and they, oh. where they've got a, a sort of a metropolitan, an old-fashioned metropolitan police yeah. hat yeah. and an estate trooper's hat from the United that States. That was harrowing. Yeah, and oh. they're all and in humiliating. charge. And humiliating. And humiliating. And not only all of that is true, but also um, something that I don't think was ever discussed, although I'm told it was known around about 2010, the place is full of lithium. They've got the biggest deposits of some of the most valuable minerals in the world mm. in Afghanistan. And we've just handed all that... Not only to the Taliban, but to China. Well, yeah. I'm Joe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Top work. Yeah. Uh, uh, Absolute plank. Absolute plank. I mean, you can't, plank of the year. You can't. I mean, plank you can't the, argue. Even that. beats Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to. Yeah, there hasn't been much from. Well, there has been a new yeah. chapter, hasn't there? Maybe we'll have to carry Harry over from last week. There's been a new chapter in the Harry and Meghan saga, hasn't there? What have they done now? Well, they've updated uh, the Finding Freedom book. Oh, God. And so Omid Scobie, who never speaks to them and who has not at all been instructed by them in any way, shape oh, or form. Oh, he's not their PR mouthpiece, no. Um, he's not at all their PR mouthpiece, but they've written all about, you know, the, their reaction to the Oprah Winfrey interview and all the things that came out of it because they've had to update the book. But it sounds like the Queen's putting her foot down, right? She's getting the lawyers involved. Well, they Maybe. Her. They said the Queen didn't take ownership of the race scandal. Yes. yes. Imagine, imagine saying that about your grandmother, even if, you, even if you weren't the queen. I know. <laughs> uh, it's just unbelievable. So yeah, that's Grandma, convinced you me. didn't take ownership yeah, of this scandal. That's convinced me. Harry and Meghan, <laughs> back in. Um, so who's your final one? Who was my final one? Oh, it was the police. Well, um, specifically... The whole police um, the Metropolitan uh, Police. Yeah. No, the police have done a better job than normal policing London and the protests recently, so they'll give them some kudos for that. Mm. That does not mean that their leadership is in any mm. way less woke or out of touch mm. with public opinion on certain things. Now, this is the slight controversy that's been, you know, in the press about their uh, uh, gender-neutral 
um, police outfits, uniforms. police uniforms. Yeah. That's yeah. I thought they already had gender neutral well, ones. Well, firstly, firstly, yeah. that's what I that's what I thought. I mean, you know, they look pretty much the same to me. They, they just do. fit a little different on the women than the men, right. right? Yeah. What is a gender neutral uniform? Does that not mean trousers? Well, trousers. There's, there's been quite a lot of talk about what exactly that means okay. because, as you said, they look pretty gender neutral to the untrained eye. I would describe most police officers as gender neutral these days. It's quite hard to tell (laughs) what's going on I don't know. I've seen some very glamorous female police officers. Yeah. I wouldn't like to to see them on, like, you know, having to do night patrol. They'd Uh get, yeah. Glamorous? Very glamorous. Full of face and makeup. Where do you live? I don't know where this was. Oh, okay. But it was very, uh, very glamorous. What, you're suggesting I'm lying? <laughs> no, I'm saying you might be mistaken. Lipstick and everything. Same. I'm not mistaken. I know no, a police officer when I see one. Though, I mean. Are you sure they I... weren't just dressed up for a night out in, in police uniforms? You know, people <laughs> do that. <laughs> OK, well, they, were, they looked like they were patrolling and they didn't look like they were on a head. strippers or something. <laughs> They didn't look like they were sure? strippers either. What right. about the police cars as well? Because they've had a new uniform, haven't they? Yeah, that, that's not gender neutral, though, is it? It's not. That's specific okay. to, um, a, what, is it a lifestyle, would you say? Ooh, I don't know. Anyway, can you tell you why I think they're planks? Yeah, go on. Because it's not because of gender-neutral oh, uniform. Right. It's more that why on earth is this a priority? Uh, I mean, And you how know, much money are they spending on these gender-neutral... Yeah. War on drugs, war on gun crime, stabbings, all of this. Terrorism. Well, I mean, We're apparently the highest terror alert of yeah, all time. Yeah, we've gone up on the terrorist alert. Um, obviously, we've got all the protests going on. Yeah. And um, this is what they're doing a consultation on. Yeah. A consultation. Hard to believe, isn't it? It is hard to believe. But again... Here we are, another government department stroke public sector organisation that's not working. But it's just so much about this, uh, uh, I don't know what it is, identity politics, gender, uh, race, it's just everywhere. Awareness. It's like, well, can you be a bit more aware of the fact that, I don't know, my grandma got robbed the other day. Or or somebody's car was stolen or somebody's bicycle was stolen. They don't care about stolen cars. No, they, they just don't. write them off. They don't no. need to be virtuous, do they? So why are they virtue signalling? They just need to stop crime. Well, they need to be virtue signalling inside their own organisation. That's the problem. They want to virtue signal to everybody inside the place that they work. Wasn't to what it? end? Because it makes them feel good Ugh. somehow. Because some idiot will walk into a room and go, what are we doing about um, gender-neutral clothing? And somebody will go, oh, we'd better get some. We're not. We're taking drugs off the streets. Yeah. Well, there was some police force in Yorkshire or somewhere who spent that spent 15 grand, I think, on another sort of... Equality and Inclusion Day or Black Lives Matter Day or something uh-huh. like that. It's just like, what on earth are they doing with our money? Can you just mm. stop spending our money mm. on this stuff? <laughs> just stop it. I know. Unbelievable. It's it good is one, unbelievable. Um, my final one is Jacinda Ardern, who good. has also been in the, uh, the list for a couple of... I'm not, I think she missed out last week, but she was in it very recently for that ludicrous uh, press conference that she gave uh, in which she decided to tell everybody not to talk to their neighbours mm. on the basis oh God, that that yeah. might in some way spread COVID. This is a woman who has failed miserably at controlling COVID, even though everybody thought at the beginning that she was doing the right thing because she was stopping anyone from doing anything. Massive lockdown, shut down the country. Nobody could go to... The thing I find quite amusing... <laughs> sorry, just because I have... <laughs> this kind of sense of humour, is that one apparently one person arrives at the airport with COVID and now everybody's getting it. And you kind of go, well, this is the point. And this is now why. They're calling it the Hobbit Kingdom now because I don't think they'll ever be able to reopen as long as they've got her in charge. No. Because according to the latest lockdown, right, which was done because they found one case, so they decided to completely lock down both islands, you know, because it's a two-island nation, both islands quite separate from one another. The one case was on the North Island, but she shut the South Island as well, even though it's separated by body of water and nobody's travelling. Right? This is a god complex. It That's really is. is. Um, and by Thursday of last week, the coronavirus outbreak had grown 
despite the lockdown, by 68 cases. Imagine that. Taking the total number of cases to 277. However, one previously reported case has been reclassified. I mean, this is how ridiculous they become. They're reclassifying single cases. After being confirmed as a false positive. Oh, my God. And you go, nope. sorry. I, I mean, have, have you gone completely insane? No, yes. I know that the yes. Australian public are getting very angry and support for their, like, mm. well, some freedom of them are, parties. But not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. But what's the? I have, I have no idea what the public mood is in New Zealand. Do you? No. Are they getting angry with this? Or well, are they just sort of... You know, I don't think the right they are. Do. I mean, most of what I see is only from there on social media, and obviously yeah. it, might, it may not be the right picture. Mm. But quite a lot of people are, are in support of her, and quite a lot of people think she's doing a great job. She's I think useless. It's a bit like, I think it's a bit like Nicola Sturgeon. You know, it yeah. depends where you look. Some people think she's brilliant. Other people think she's killing the place off. But she's like, I'm not fussed, was her words, when she was asked about debating and comparing different country strategies. Not fussed. So we'll just do what you, what I tell you to do. So this is the same woman who said a few weeks ago, and this is when she got on the last time as well, uh, that basically any statements about <coughs> COVID that don't come from the government, you shouldn't listen to them. Only the government just knows the to truth. Our official propaganda. So just listen to our official news about COVID. Oh, Everything oh. else you should not read, you should not watch, and you should not be involved with. I really do think this generation of, uh, well, Western politicians, if you can call Australia and New Zealand the West, are just appalling. I mean, I mean I'm Trudeau never going to was she session. I know. She, she recovery? Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, what was that all about? for God's sake. What was that all about? What's wrong with him? I don't know, but I genuinely think if he wasn't easy on the eye, he'd be out of there already. I think he has a lot of uh, female support. Perhaps. And the other funny thing about Australia and New Zealand is it says here that on Wednesday, three million doses of uh, the vaccine have been given out, but three quarters of the population uh, over 30 have now either had a dose or are booked in to receive one. So they're quite far behind on the vaccine yeah. front as well. But I just find that, that it's very clear that you cannot lock a country down and stop COVID from spreading. It it's work. very obvious. So why do they keep doing it? Because they have to do something. We're obsessed. We're afraid of death at this point. We cannot relate to a virus that we can actually live with. Yeah. We'd be, Project Fear is working too well. Mm. So we've now got nine nominations, plus Harry and Meghan. Um, all you've got to do now is whittle them down to three in the traditional form. <laughs> Would you like Manor. to choose Calvin's? Uh, Before yes. he starts banging on about something else. <laughs> I said I bang on about something too. I know, uh -huh. you tried to mitigate so it, but the damage was done. I don't I'm like afraid. to hurt people's feelings. It's not what I've heard. <laughs> I don't have feelings at home. Oh, okay. Truth comes out. Nobody should. It's what we suspected. Um, 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 well, this is a case of remembering who you put forward, uh, which was Emma Kennedy. Yes. Then you put forward... Um, 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 TUC. TUC, and lastly, you said... Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Well, you said you had Sleepy Joe the last two. Did he win either of those? I think he won one of them, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean he can't win another one. I mean, there's no reason the that he is, can't. I think Emma Kennedy... I think Biden is so much more than a plank. So I think you I'm going to go Emma with... Kennedy? Emma Kennedy? That's OK. Because I... I, I, I think she made think Plank of awful. the Year, you know, end of last year. Oh. Not the Plank of the Year, but she made the lot top did 20, she? I think she did, you know, because she was that quite That was fun, active. Plank of the Year. It was, well, we'll do it again. Don't worry. rotation. Yes. Um, right, so my three, Calvin, yep. if you want to pick one. Uh, Formula One, Extinction Rebellion, and um, what was the third one? It doesn't matter, it's Extremist Jacinda Rebellion. Jacinda Ardern. Extremist Rebellion. Extremist Rebellion, A bunch okay. of nutters need to oh, have oh, a wash Jacinda. and get a job. Well, we can make her fourth if you make a special plea. OK. Because the top three will obviously be the top three. Right, so I get to choose yours. Yeah, which were? I've got... Um, the NHS. The NHS, Zero Tolerance and the Metropolitan Police. I think I'm going to go with the NHS. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because for that device to inclusion for, stuff. For not just that, but just for being generally useless. Not the NHS, our NHS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put that our NHS. Or should we just call it save the NHS mm. or don't overwhelm the NHS or God bless the it. NHS. So that leaves us with Emma Kennedy, the NHS and Exclusion Rebellion for planks. Ooh. I would suggest Extinction Rebellion is number one, but only because it's kind of very current for this week. It's also, very current. Also because it's yours. Uh, it's, <laughs> well, no, because I'm not like that, you see, Calvin. You see, he's obviously been listening to some other people that do this show who <laughs> say, so, you know, Mike really likes that. I don't actually care whether I win it or not, because technically I own all of it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, you know, show, I own I yours, I own hers, win. you know, whichever one choose. It's all under my yeah. roof. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy with Extinction Rebellion because, as you say, they are timely and they'll probably have uh, dropped off the agenda next and week. And as much as I would like to make Emma Kennedy Plank of the Week, I don't want to give her that kind of pleasure. I'm with you on that, absolutely. So I'll make her third and make the NHS second, I think. Okay. I would agree with that. Do you think that works? Yeah, it's a pretty good you know list. what I think? I think zero tolerance with are the plank, most plankish for trying to police our bookshelves. Our children's bookshelves. But well, I can put them I fourth if you'd rather. You can put them fourth if you want instead of Jacinda and make her five. We could yeah, do Jacinda that. will still be trying to do her zero <laughs> COVID yeah. strategy. Well, by then. the time we come out with this, there'll probably be another lockdown in place. She'll have, she'll have extended it by another three weeks. No doubt. Not you to know? be rude about her looks, but she does look very frightening, like a skeletal ghost. She's not a pleasant-looking person. No. Which is not any reason to criticise her. Obviously. I don't no. go for the ad hominems. We got in trouble with that before. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Anyway, never mind what she looks like. She's a complete and utter plank, and that's why she's going to come in at number five. Um, we'll go for, for um, zero tolerance at number four. Uh, number three, Emma Kennedy. Number two, the NHS. And for plank of the week this week, it's going to have to be Extinction Rebellion because she, they really are absolute and utter planks. My yeah. thanks to Calvin, my thanks to Emily. Uh, we'll see you next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.